0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on The Word Podcast. We're going to press on in our examination of the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've just spent a lot of time in Matthew 22, 23, 24, and 25 looking at parables, but also the context of those parables. And there is so much to continue to learn and to glean from what Jesus said and what is referred to as the Olivet Discourse, Matthew 24 and 25. Uh, you see uh, references to it also in uh, Mark and in Luke. We may pick up a little bit of that here and there along the way. But for today, I want to go back to Mark in the 12th chapter and revisit a parable that we looked at in the 21st chapter of Matthew. Uh, we mentioned it there in Matthew and did a, a couple of verses cross-reference-wise with it. But I just think it's worth the time to go back and, and see how the different Gospels uh, express these parables. Uh, for instance, in this one right here we're about to read, uh, Jesus asked the religious rulers a question, and in Matthew, they answer the question. okay? Well, here in Mark, Jesus asked him the question and then Jesus gives the answer, okay? It's the same truth, the same thing, but the uh, you can see how it was expressed in different types of ways. So here we go. this is Mark chapter 12 verse one that says this, and he, that's Jesus, began to speak to them. In parables, and Jesus says this, a man planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a vat under the wine press, and built a tower and rented it out to vine growers and went on a journey. Now, let me stop here for a moment. When you look at that first verse and you're just reading it, if you're reading it from a red letter edition of the Bible, you'll see that it's red letter. But if you're reading it from a lot of different versions of the Bible, you'll see that it's all caps A lot of it's got all caps, like the planted a vineyard and the wall and dug a vat and the wine press and built a tower. Well, that's all a quote out of the Old Testament. Well, that's interesting, isn't it? So he's using uh, some quote, some example from the Old Testament as a parable. You see, the religious rulers would have known that. They would have picked up on this real quick. Now, we're not going to go chase which one it is and see what it is, but Jesus used the Scriptures a lot like that. So verse 2. Uh, So don't forget the context. A man does this. He rents out to vine growers, and he goes on the journey. So he establishes this great vineyard, rents it out to people who are going to um, uh, work it, going to take care of it, going to watch over it, that kind of stuff. Uh, They're tenant farmers. And then he goes on the journey. Verse 2, at the harvest time, he sent a slave to these tenant farmers, to these vine growers, in order to receive some of the produce of the vineyard from the vine growers. Notice this, some of the produce, not all of it, not saying they'd worked out some type of deal. So he sent this other slave to go and receive his portion of it. Verse three, they took him, the slave, and beat him and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he, and so this is the vineyard okay, owner. I found this on the web for a cinnamon way <laughs> <empty-handed. laughs> You see, the, his series just went off because I said something. It thinks I want to know something about cinnamon. Don't you love these devices? Well, let me say that again. (laughs) Verse 4, and again, he sent them another slave, and they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. So notice the first one, they beat him up and sent him away empty-handed. The inference is he goes back and tells the master, because the master doesn't know. The master sends another slave. This one, they wounded him in the head and treated him shamefully. So the master sends another one, and that one they killed. And so with many others beatings, some and killing others. So this man in this uh, parable right here was sending slave after slave after slave. And at first, they just beat him up and sent him away. Then he got a little more seriously. They beat him in the head, and they treated him shamefully. And then he sent more and more people. Some of them he they beat, and some they killed. Well, obviously Jesus is driving home a point by this time, that is greater than just your cut of a harvest for a particular season. All yeah, right. Well, it is. Watch this, verse six. He had one more to send. One more what? What they he sent slaves and they'd kill all these mm-hmm. folks. But now he says, a beloved son. He sent him last of all to them, saying. They will respect my son. Verse 7. But those vine growers said to the to one another, Hey, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. So you see what the story is. Jesus is expressing this story, telling this parable. Then Jesus asks this question. <laughs> what will the owner Of the vineyard, do? Like I said in Matthew, the religious rulers answered it. Here, Jesus answers it. He will come and destroy the vine growers and will give the vineyard to others. Verse 10 Have you not even read this scripture? The stone which the builders rejected, this became the chief cornerstone. This came about from the Lord. And it is marvelous in our eyes. So those last two verses there, the stone which the builder rejected, marvelous in our eyes, straight out of the Old Testament, straight out of the scripture. Jesus was telling them something. He was saying, you know what? Y'all have been acting like these folks that they're in the vineyard and you've been beating up those that have been sent with the message. You have beat up some, sent them away. You've killed some. The son of the master has now appeared. He has told him in this example right here that the son was killed. He knew that they were already wanting to seize him and do away with him. He knew that he was going to be killed. So some might say, well, uh, maybe they didn't pick up on what was going on. They didn't know that he was really talking about them. Oh yeah. One last verse. Watch this verse 12. And they were seeking to seize Jesus. And yet they feared the people. For they understood that he spoke the parable against them. And so they left him and went away. The religious rulers knew that Jesus was speaking this parable against them. They knew what was going on. They knew that he was claiming to be the son of man, the son of man. And you say, well, that's not the son of God. It isn't the way that it's expressed in the scripture. But when you go look in Daniel and what it says about the son of man in the book of Daniel, the son of man is the son of God. And boy, these religious rulers knew that. And they were furious. (laughs) They were so mad about it. So Jesus was just bringing the truth. He says, I know what's happening. This is what you've done in the past. This is what your forefathers have done. And you know what? You're going to do it now because I know you're going to kill me. Well, a marvelous, marvelous parable right there. We'll pick up a couple more out of, uh, out of Mark the next couple of days, okay? Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.